And that was the Doobie Brothers way back when I was a young and listened to the music. That's the live edition. And uh, uh, I, the one thing about music that I love is that it brings out the history, our history, where we come from, what we listen to, who we are. And um, music was a big part of my life when I was growing up. And um, I like to share that with you. Um, I'm off the vets list. Yes, I'm feeling. I'm about 75% fit. Um, I didn't have to work out the vets list. That is a good thing. I think a doctor's note. I, I pulled a market king. I, I was sick as a boil and still got to run. You know, so um, I'm actually off the vets list, and I'm very happy to report that. And I'm uh, happy to be talking to you on a on a Tuesday. And I, I only got about a 10-15 minute podcast today for you. Um, wanted to share some things about the Belmont, the Belmont weekend. We had a great day at Churchill on, um, on um, I think on Saturday we had six winners on top. I thought the Belmont was very close from being a, a, a home run. When Hog Creek Hustle won, I, you know, I, I thought a lot of you had the pick six going. And um, we missed Tacitus, Tacitus. Uh, he took the overland route. He went through the Verrazano Bridge, out through Long Island, and down the stretch to finish second. You know, I, I talked to a couple of former riders. One of them is the guy that gets all my horses ready for me. He's a phenomenal rider and a great, great, you know, uh, person to talk to. And he told me, he goes, I would have never been able to do that. If my career, and, and, he, and he quit early because he basically, his weight, he couldn't handle the weight. Um, he couldn't do the weight. And, but, um, you know, he told me, if I did that, I'd get my ass chewed. And I'd get fired, you know. And he and he worked for Lucian Lauro. He worked for the Johnny Campos. He worked for uh, the Stanley Huffs, you know, of of, of his day. And and um, you know, he he was able to. He rode for Roger Roger Lauren, uh, Lucian's son. Uh, you know, he it was it was quite the ride that I can't really put the blame on Jose. He tried to follow Tyler Gaffleone, and Tyler just basically got caught in no man's land. And I think this Triple Crown showed that Tyler Gaffleone, as talented as he is, has still got a lot to learn. Um, coming off, giving up the rail and the Kentucky Derby to try to come off of it, to go outside of maximum security, because he thought the door was going to shut on him as he came into the stretch, um, showed a little bit of... Um, Immaturity, um, his ride um, on War Will and the Belmont. Not that War Will was going to win. He didn't have the same energy. And if you listen to what trainers say and the way they say it, a week out, David Carroll said he's starting to get his energy back. You go back and watch the interviews and you listen to Mark Cassie. Oh, he's starting to get his energy back. He had. They're telling you. It took two weeks for this horse to bounce back. And that was one of the things that I counted on. And that's why I thought Tacitus was, a, was, was going to... Was, I thought he was going to be a slam dunk in the Belmont. All he needed was the right trip. Jose followed 
Tyler, and he got hung out to dry. Um, Sir Winston and Mark Cassie and Joel Rosario, congrats to them. What a great ride by Joel. But then on the other hand, what was all the other riders doing way off the rail? It's not like the rail was bad, right? Wasn't, you know, wasn't a golden rail, but it wasn't bad. And that's just why I say this <clears throat> in a lot of ways. Stop looking how far they're going off that rail. <clears throat> and that's exactly why. <clears throat> they're not staying off that rail because the rail is bad. It's because they're trying to sucker people inside of it, let them handle it. But then they go through the inside and win and people go, well, why did he give up the rail? Exactly. You know, and I love what D. Wayne Lucas said on TVG. Did you hear it? They asked him about the writers of today. And if you have a problem with any kind of language, I'm only paraphrasing what D. Wayne Lucas said. He said they're pussies. That's what he said. I'm not kidding. And I'm not making it up. He said that on TVG. I fell off my seat. You know, because if you talk to a lot of writers today that wrote in the heyday, they'll tell you the same thing. So, no knock on the writers of today. It's just that we're a little softer, softer now. We're so sensitive to what social media says. And, and, and by the way... After last night's NBA Finals and everybody going off on Kevin Durant for pulling up bad and having to be banned off with a soft tissue injury, and these guys are ripping on him, calling him soft, couldn't believe he walked off the court, walking off the court with his basically barely putting pressure on his leg and people are calling him out there's so much talent on social media I am just flabbergasted that most of them can't rub two nickels together and if you take that as sarcastic it is so unbelievable unbelievable if you're one of those people shame on you just shame on you to have such a knee jerk reactions and you probably couldn't dribble a basketball twice in a row so, anyway, but social media just goes after writers like they know better, you know, and, you know, you can question and say, well, you know, but another point, thanks for the reminder, um, another point was everybody going off on why there wasn't a disqualification of Hot Creek Castle. We have a tendency to really give horses spots they're not fast enough to be into. If a horse if there's a hole and the horse can't go through that hole and somebody cuts him off why do we give them the benefit of the doubt? They don't own the space in front of them. If they're fast enough they fill it. And I'm, I'm just amazed. Uh, again, if tw all these Twitter know-it-alls you know, it's it's amazing with their talent, how talented they are, and they can't rub two nickels together. Anyway, 
A couple of you guys made my day yesterday. And in fact, you continue to make my day into today. I talked to a gentleman named Kevin. He's been a subscriber for a while. He's a disabled vet. And he just loves the game. And he was talking to me about how much he loves to handicap and how much he loves to play. I gave him a big discount on um, 45 credits. On 100 credits, sorry. I gave him a big discount. And then another gentleman wrote me out of the blue. Also, you know, telling me how much he loves the game and how much he appreciates gives him an, and, and that racing Bruno gives him an opportunity to win. And I thought, wow, you know, that's two guys. And then there was a third one. So I wrote a newsletter and I put it out there. Well, I want to extend that courtesy and I want to extend that to you guys. I love that, you know, I called up the, the, the blog was what's your deal? Well, what's your deal? Write me. Tell me, tell me a little bit about, about you. Tell me why you love the game. You know, um, I love to hear from you. Um, and also, tell me what can I do to help you to make Racing with Bruno a little bit more affordable to you. I'm not going to do this out to everybody out on, on in, 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 in the universe. But if you write me and take the time, I'll definitely consider giving you a great deal. So write me today. Uh, I was only going to do it through yesterday. But write me today. And I will send you. I will send you back a response of what I can do for you. And then, like I said, you know, uh, please no no dramas. You know, no. Hey, I've got eight kids. You know, a wife and two girlfriends, and I need some help. No, tell me why you love the game. Tell me what what makes you tick when you play the horses. I love to hear that because that helps me put a better product for you. So. That's it with that. This weekend, we've got the Stephen Foster card. I want to remind you, last year we swept that card. And I bought a new truck off of it. Let's do it again. I'm not going to buy a new truck. Maybe you can buy a new truck. But let's do that. Um, Also, uh, in two weeks, we've got the Belmont, the big weekend at Belmont. The Stars and Stripes that we used to get on the 4th of July weekend at Hollywood Park. Remember that? You know, um, that was uh, Martin Panza's brainchild. And now he's at NYRA and he implemented that. That should be a lot of fun. Also, we have Saratoga coming up. I'll be shipping up out of Kentucky into Saratoga at the end of the month. And I'll be there. Anybody wants to come by Saratoga, say hi. I'll be on the Whitney stand and on the main track. Come by. Um, what are we missing? Um, oh, Matoli. How about Matoli? What a fantastic performance. And McKenzie can't take anything away from him. What a race that he ran. Guarana. In, in the Acorn, beating Serengeti Empress. Could Jose, could Irad gone a little bit faster on Serengeti Empress? And, and Guarana was impressive, but watching the way she moves, I don't know how long she'll last, but she's fantastic. Chad Brown's got a really nice dirt filling. So, boy, we've I think we've covered a lot of ground. Uh, you got any questions, anything I should bring up? Let me know. I'll be doing a podcast on Thursday or Friday, um, and um, and I look forward to, to hearing from you today. Write me at be the Julia or at ol.com. You can also write me now at Bruno at with the works dot Bruno at with the works dot online. That's my new email. I had Bruno at Racing with Bruno. You can use that, but that's part of Yahoo, and they're a pain in the butt. Anybody that has Yahoo, you know what I'm talking about. So I'm so glad to be off the vets list. So glad the sun's out in Kentucky, and I look forward to hearing from you. Bruno at 
with the works.online. Write me, tell me your story. See you later.